0: To the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is a third voice. That's right. I now have a third voice saying that the tribulation has started. Now, if you follow Prophecy Club, you already know that we already got two other people that would be Vicky Goforth Parnell and Terry Bennett have already said that the tribulation has started. Now, there's the third one. Now, in case you're wondering, well, just how many people have said tribulation started in my 40 years of studying Bible prophecy, 30 years of teaching it. I think this might be the only three that I've considered credible. Credible. I mean, I've heard, um, how do we say this, kindly, newbies along the way that didn't know what they were talking about say, yeah, we're in the tribulation, we're in the sixth trumpet or something. No, you know, didn't know what they were talking about. But these are three credible people that are not saying this because they studied. They're not saying this because the moon turned red or the stars are in a configuration. They're saying this as a thus saith the Lord. Two of them, Vicky Goforth Parnell and also Terry Bennett, both say this was an angel visit speaking directly to their face. And in the case of Terry Bennett, when the angel Gabriel showed up, He said, Gabriel blew a trumpet long and loud. And then when he went to Vicki Goforth Parnell, he unrolled a scroll that was made of transparent gold. And he had two other angels all dressed for warfare standing back behind him on either side. So that's not a small thing. That's a big thing. And so when we now have the third voice, the third voice, And two of them, here's another thing. It's not just that the first seal is opened. Two of them say that the first five seals were opened. So, I mean, again, the Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. And, you know, if you go around saying you had an angel visit, something on this magnitude, and you're lying, I've seen it. They don't live long. So let's get into it now. Before we get into that, there's a couple of things I need to cover on some things that are going on, kind of uh, uh, in addition to some things we've been talking about in previous programs. As you know, I say I think I've got two or three people. I have to count that up. That say that Emmanuel Macron is the Antichrist. Now, the Antichrist, I believe is a resurrected Nebuchadnezzar. In other words, the spirit of Nebuchadnezzar has been falling endlessly and helplessly in the bottomless pit. And then after he comes out of the pit, he goes into perdition and he is sent back down to with the beast, The, the well, of course, he, he is the beast, but with the false prophet, and then a thousand years later, the Antichrist joins him and they are tossed into the lake that burns with fire and brimstone for all eternity. Now, So this one says uh, from Gateway Pundit, Emmanuel Macron at APEC Summit, we need a single world order. The APEC Summit opened on the Friday in Thailand, the last of three world summits hosted in the region this month. Chinese leader Xi Jinping called for stability, peace, and here it is, the development of a more just world order. So that's two major people calling for world government says, the French President Emmanuel Macron spoke at the Economic Cooperation uh, Summit, and he called for a new global order where neither the U.S. nor China side wins. Now, I'm going to read the words, and then in just a moment, I'm going to let you actually listen to him saying these words. What he's about to say is, are you on the U.S. or the Chinese side? Because now, progressively, a lot of people would like to see that there are two orders in this world, this is a huge mistake. Even for both the US and China, we need a single global order. I also need to mention, you know, Revelation 13 and Daniel 7, as we talked about in yesterday's program, says that the Antichrist will have a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies. Well, that's only for the last three and a half years. That's only when he is inhabited or maybe you say possessed or taken over by Lucifer. See, because the Antichrist spirit, which I believe is Nebuchadnezzar, i talked about that in my book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, which you can get at prophecyclub.com, which I'd highly recommend you get. So for thousands of years, the spirit of Nebuchadnezzar had been falling endlessly and helplessly in the bottomless pit. Then the spirit of the Antichrist came out of the bottomless pit and inhabited his body. And that would make him the Antichrist. But in the middle of the tribulation, then he is wounded in the head unto death, and the daily wound is healed, and all the world wondered after the beast, saying, who is like unto the beast, who can make war with him? That's when Lucifer literally takes over his body. That's where he sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. So if Emmanuel Macron is in fact the Antichrist, we're going to start seeing him speaking more and getting more attention on the whole global scene. But for sure, in the middle of the tribulation, when Lucifer takes him over, that's when he is given a mouth speaking great things. He may already start speaking pretty great things right now. Now, let's go on. And I want you to listen to Macron actually saying he's calling for a one world order. Here it is. Are you on the US and the Chinese side? Because now, progressively... A lot of people would like to see there there are two orders in this world. This is a huge mistake, even for both the U.S. and China. We need a single global order. Macron is a graduate of the Young Global Leaders Program of the World Economic Forum. Now, in case you'd be saying, so, (laughs) what's that? Well, that's actually big. Covert Politics, Geopolitics says, World Economic Forum's Young Global Leaders Revealed. Says, through its Young Global Leaders program, the World Economic Forum has been instrumental in shaping a world order that undermines all democratic principles. In other words, if it's a republic, they want to destroy it. If it's communism, they want to destroy it. They want to bring all of the religions into one religion, all of the governments into one government all under the the leadership of the Antichrist. For several decades, this program has nurtured compliant leaders such as 1992. It was started to find suitable future leaders since it has grown into an extensive global network, network of dedicated leaders with enormous resources, almost like 99% of the world, and influence all working to implement the theocratic plans of the World Economic Forum in their prospective nations and fields. Now, some of the leaders are Angela Merkel, Tony Blair, Nicholas Sarkozy, Bill Gates, Bono, and a lot of these people I didn't know, but the point is these are some of the nations that they come from Sweden, Norway, Denmark, Netherlands, Saudi Arabia, New Zealand, Belgium, France, and Finland, Costa Rica, Saudi Arabia, minister, and there's even more. Germany, Mali, Bhutan, Canada, Argentina, Pakistan, Rwanda, South Africa, Sweden, Israel, Angola, also the climate activists, and look at the very bottom, Alibaba, Google, Wikipedia, and Skype. All of those leaders are graduates. In other words, like Psalm 2 says, and the kings of the earth set themselves. This is what they've done. The kings of the earth have set themselves. And the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and his anointed. This is their plan. Now, look at the biggest name of all. <laughs> I'm not even going to say it because we're on that platform and I don't want to be kicked off another platform. Revelation seventeen twelve says, and the ten horns. Now, let me explain. This is the ten leaders of the European community. Now, we don't know exactly which one of those ten it will be. Because, well, I'll read it. The ten horns with sawest are ten kings, which received no kingdom as yet. So, in Revelation 17, and even before the tribulation started, they had no kingdom. But they received power as kings one hour with the beast. How do we know how long one hour is? Is because that is one seven-year period. So, before the Antichrist took stage, they didn't have power. They weren't part of those ten horns, the ten kingdoms. It says, Then these have one mind, and shall give their power and strength unto the beast. They think it's their idea to come up with a world government. Wrong. God put it on their hearts. Why? So that he can all gather them down to the valley of Jezreel when he returns with the morning star, and he burns them up in a moment in the twinkling of eye at the last trump. These shall make war of the lamb, and the lamb shall overcome him for his lord of lords, king of kings, and they that await him are called and chosen and faithful. That's Armageddon. For God had put in their hearts to fulfill his will and degree and to give their kingdom unto the beast until the words of God should be fulfilled. Now, Wikipedia gives us an idea of who those kingdoms might be. Now, we do not know for certain at this point which one are the ten, but here shortly we're going to be able to know. And one of the ways we're going to know is because if Macron is the Antichrist, we're going to see him attack and overcome three of the other Ten Horns, the ten leaders. Those ten leaders, the candidates are, in my opinion, Denmark, Norway, Sweden, the United Kingdom, Spain, Andorra, Liechtenstein, the Netherlands, Belgium, Luxembourg, Monaco, Denmark, Luxembourg, Spain, and Sweden. Those are the candidates. Out of those candidates, ten will be the Horns. Three will be overcome. Okay, so, uh, before I go on, by the way, holidays are always slow for our ministry. I don't exactly understand why. But if God has blessed you, you love Prophecy Club, you feel like we uh, should continue if we've been a blessing to you, if you could help us out, now would be a really, really good time. All right, now let's go back to this. Okay, so we now know, according to these scriptures, that there are ten kingdoms that arise in Europe. Out of those ten kingdoms... They will give all of their power, and eventually all the world gives all of their power and strength unto the beast. Now let's get to the point of the program. A third voice says that the tribulation has started. Now, let me tell you about this guy. Tell you briefly. His name is Byron Surley, and I've talked to him on the phone. And we've been emailing back and forth, and i put several of his uh, visions most of the time that he has on the program. And I think he's hearing from God. Here's what he says. Now, this is a prophetic word, a still small voice. I seldom put them on the program. I like them to at least be a dream. I prefer them to be either an audible voice or an angel visit. But in this case, I carefully read through this several times, and there's not anything in here that I can disagree with. Everything here seems to fit with our understanding of Bible prophecy, and then all of the modern prophecies. My son, do you see the deception going on in the world, in the government, in my church? Men deceiving men with lies. Boy, isn't that true? America is a nation of liars. Deceiving with lies Men deceiving my body to believe lies. I tell you now that deception is the rider on the white horse and is being fulfilled now. Well, that's what the other two said. Mickey, Vicky Parnell, and also Terry Bennett. Do you hear of wars and rumors of wars all around the world? I tell you now that wars will continue until I return, and America and her allies will feel war on their soil. This is the rider on the red horse, and he will not stop until I return. Do you see famines, pestilences, and earthquakes increasing around the world? I tell you now, the rider on the black horse is riding And famines will abound. Well, he's already, I mean, he did not say the tribulation started, but as soon as he said the white horse is riding, the white horse is the first seal. When the first seal opened, that is the start of the tribulation. And as I said in the program, like two or three programs ago, we now know what the confirmation of the covenant is. It's this covenant, this climate covenant, which if I get time, I'm going to talk about that here in just a second, too. So there's more and more and more evidence stacking up saying, I guess we are in the tribulation. As people starve to death, pestilences will rise up, and more death will occur. As the earth has had enough, the shakings will start in places that don't normally have earthquakes. I tell you now that this is being fulfilled, which, my son, will usher in the pale horse, which is death, and this rider will ride until a return. The riders of the first through the fourth seals have opened." Okay, well, that's what Vicky Parnell said, and I think Terry Bennett said, that I, I'm pretty sure he said the first four have also opened. I've never seen that in my 40 years of Bible prophecy. I've never seen people of this credibility saying the tribulation started. Do you hear persecution of the saints? Your brothers and sisters being tortured, imprisoned, beheaded, shot, electrocuted, burned, ripped apart, and blown to pieces? I tell you now that that is the fifth seal which also was opened. Vicky Goforth Parnell said the same thing. She said that the angel Gabriel appeared with this golden scroll and the, the pages were of transparent gold. She could see the writing, but she couldn't read the writing. It was another language, but it was read to her. The persecutions will only grow worse, and many that are truly mine will die at the hands of the tormentors. This will continue until I return. My son, I hold the sixth seal in my hand. For the next event will be the mighty rock that will crash into the oceans. This rock will crash and will cause earthquakes of untold magnitude. Volcanoes will erupt like never before. Walls of water will cover islands in the land. That's what Revelation says. I'm holding this seal until the last of the Gentiles are saved. Repent now, for the Father will tell me when to open the sixth seal. Many have been taught that they will be taken away before the seals are opened. I tell you now that they are open, and my mercy and grace I will hold the and by my mercy and grace I will hold the sixth seal. Tell my children the events of the world will only grow worse. Repent now; the earth will rock to and fro. There's a scripture that says you can go look it up. Says the earth. How does it word it? I'll say. Uh, The earth is moved at the taking of Babylon. I think it's Jeremiah 50, 51, something like that. Tell my children the events of the world will only grow worse. The the earth will rock to and fro as a drunken man, as Isaiah 2. And many will perish in an instant. Repent now. Get and keep your hearts in order. Repent now. Stay in prayer for the lost ones and stay in my word, for my word is truth. And will tell you where you are on my timeline. Now... Let me go to another one, also from UB Radio, Byron Searle. He says, my son, very soon the lights will go out in this nation. The media will say that climate change caused it. Now, the lights, I think it's literally saying that the electricity is going to go off. And we saw that in a lot of the Coverstone dreams and, and other dreams and visions out there. The media will say it's climate change. They're going to blame all of the trouble on climate change. And then we're going to say, well, to get, to get rid of the climate change, it's people that caused the climate change. We've got to kill off a bunch of people. <laughs> Devil is alive. The media will say that climate change caused it, but it will be caused by a nation that hates America. I Men have planned the Lights Out Day for many years and recently rededicated and pledged to do this. This event will go unseen and unheard, yet all will feel the effects of it. My church and body has had the lights out for many years. They do not teach or preach my word in the majority of churches. They teach under the gospel. One where you are not armored up and ready for persecution coming. Daniel Coverstone just said this in a dream I read a week ago. They teach, you will be gone. So there is no need to be prepared for the coming persecutions. I said, if they hated me first, they will hate you also. My son, when the lights go out, many will think, It will only be temporary, but I say it will be permanent. Repent now. The days will be filled with much bloodshed, just as they have planned. Evil men have met in Europe and Egypt to plan how to divide the world. The ten heads of the ten kingdoms have met and are moving out to bring out about lights out. America, being full of weapons, must be brought down. When the lights go out, the killings will begin. There will be no food, no water, no sanity. All will be as prophesied in my word. The beast kingdom will rise up as will the sun of perdition. America will destroy herself by her own lusts. Then the armies of the North, Russia, the armies of the South, terrorists and gangs crossing the southern border, and the armies of the Far East, China and North Korea, and the Blue Helmets on UN, will bring the persecution. Repent now. Lights out will be caused by several high-altitude explosions, Well, that's what henry gruber was shown Uh, that's what maurice scullar was shown so we already got two voices on that so again what he's saying is confirmed in the mouth of other people already no one will see it happen it will be lights out instantly repent now the time of testing has begun yet most do not see it when the lights go out my remnant will know that it is time to shine the plans have been made as this this is my judgment on this unrepentant nation and a sin-filled church. Repent now. <clears throat> I've warned you now because I love you. Stay in constant prayer. Stay in my word, for that is the only truth you will have. Now, I finally got to this. What you're looking at is the green new commandments, man's new commandments. New American says, amid un climate summit, religious leaders unveil a new 10 Commandments. When Ron Wyatt was in that cave with the Ark of the Covenant and the angel visited him, he said that when man comes out with man's Ten Commandments, then God will allow these Ten Commandments to come out so that people can see them. Now, maybe I should take a second and tell you about that. When I had Ron Wyatt stay in my home in 1989, I was living in Omaha, Nebraska at the time, He told my wife and I, privately in our home, what the Ten Commandments looked like. As I recall, there there are two plates, I don't know if you can tell this, but about this big, about an inch thick, as I recall. He said, if you were to take a warm pan of butter and take your finger and just sign your name, just like signing a check, that's what it looked like. The finger of God literally touched into this red granite stone, and he said it was uneven. In other words, As you you went up to, say, to make a T, and then you went down, there would be a little ridge. And then you crossed that T, there would be a little ridge at the end of it. And he said, I can tell you this, that when people see the Ten Commandments, they will know that nothing on this earth created them. They were created literally by the finger of God going into red granite. That's the Ten Commandments. But these guys have come up with a new green Ten Commandments. <clears throat> Sinai, Egypt. Leaders of various religions and organizations gather to repent of their alleged climate sins and usher in what they described, described as a new universal Ten Commandments. Now, I know you're probably laughing at all of this green movement, all of this climate change stuff. You better not laugh, because they are using scalar waves. They're using technology we do not know about, and the Bible says they will destroy the earth. And so as they destroy the earth, they're going to blame it all off on the Christians. They're going to blame it off on we've got to kill everybody because the people of the earth. So it's not a joke. It's going to get worse. We're going to see all kinds of destructions on the earth. Climate sins are not in Australia and what they described as a new universal Ten Commandments. Gather, <clears throat> gathered at Sharm el-Sheikh and cities around the world amid the United Nations COP27 climate change summit in Egypt, Representatives of major Christian and Islamic denominations joined forces with all manner of pagans and heathens to unveil what they hope will be the new and improved moral code for the future. After worldwide criticism, the new Ten Commandments were reframed as ten principles of climate repentance. Critics still ridiculed the movement, joking that their religious leaders were hitching their wagons to what many scientists and experts have referred to as the discredited climate, religion, or even cult. Don't laugh at it. This is the stuff that's going to cut off Christians' heads. But the events and the move toward a united global religious movement organized around Mother Earth are no laughing matter. I agree. No laughing matter. This is going to kill a lot of folks. <clears throat> a key organizer of the global call for climate repentance at Communical Patriot Bartholomew dubbed the Green Patriarch, issued a public statement renouncing the, quote, Abuse of nature and the exploitation of its resources. In other words, we got to kill off some people. As a sin against God and the gift of creation, in a press release about the effort, organizers said they hoped it will inspire the people to act modestly and carry out actions for climate justice. Did you catch that word, climate justice? See, if you're breathing... If you're using too much of your carbon footprint, well, they may just have to kill you. And it gets worse. So, has the tribulation started? Well, I think maybe we should just, first of all, make certain that our name is in the book of life. If you've not asked Jesus into your heart, now would be a good time to do it. Just say, Jesus, forgive me, be my God in Jesus' name. Let's talk about Joseph Kitchen. I actually cooked this loaf of bread you're seeing here. Takes me about 10 minutes to put the ingredients together, put it into a bread machine, push a button, two hours, 20 minutes later, I get a loaf of bread out like that. Now, if you cut that loaf of bread, that weighs about three pounds, the loaves you get in the store have most of the good stuff removed. The loaves you get in the store are about a pound. That's three pounds because it's got the good stuff still in it. Cut that into 14 slices. And if I eat a slice in the morning and the afternoon, I'm satisfied. So on that basis, one loaf can sustain, I didn't say it's everything we want, can sustain a person, one person for a week. Based upon that, it'll get you excellent nutrition. It tastes good, long storage life, 10 minutes to combine the ingredients, 2 hours, 20 minutes to make it. Other wheat that you order arrives in paper bags, which means bugs, rice, humidity can get a hold of it and ruin it. But at Joseph Kitchen, they send it out in 100 mil thick buckets. Gives you long shelf life. It's stackable. some nitrogen infuses that hopefully gives it a lot much longer shelf life. Kills bugs and things like that. Easily resealable. Keep in a comet controlled area. And they have it in stock. This is a picture, an actual picture of part of the warehouse. Here's another picture of the these. Actually, each one of those boxes holds 2,500 pounds of wheat. And I think they've got 54 of those boxes. A bunch of them. So, Joseph's Kitchen can ship it to you right now. You go to most of these places, they say, out of stock. So, here's what you want to do. Everybody needs to get a machine package. These are the things that you need to grind the wheat berries. Put them into a grinder. 30 seconds later, you have flour. You put that into the bread machine along with six other ingredients. Push about Two hours, 20 minutes later, you have a nice hot loaf of whole wheat bread. Then you have to decide how much food you want. You want food, two people one year, four people one year, six people one year. And if you want to make certain you have it when the electricity goes down, you can also get yourself a solar generator all at josephskitchen.com. josephskitchen.com. cornerstoneassetmetals.com is where I'll send you if you're thinking about getting gold or silver. I think everybody should have at least a fistful of gold and a fistful of silver because there could be a time when you pull up to get gasoline and they might not want to take your loaf of bread, but you pull out a gold coin or a silver coin and you're probably able to get anything you want, even if the credit cards are down, even if the dollars are worthless. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. Leslie Johnson had a prophecy back in 2011. She says, The Lord says there's going to be something put into the water supply in many cities of the nation. People will begin to get sick. Some will die. Get a good, reliable water filter. You will not be able to trust the tap water or the bottled water. You must get something to filter the water you are going to need. That's back in 2011. So if you want it, we suggest you go to prophecyclub.com. You click right here where it says Berkey's. This is what it looks like. Currently, all Berkey's are in stock. The one I have is this guy right here. It's the crown. It has eight filters. I recommend you get as much as you can afford and also recommend you get some extra filters. That's at prophecyclub.com.